Welcome to the Live by Design podcast. I'm your host, Kate House. Join me each week as we come together as a community, sharing how we strive to live each day with intention, with a special focus on cultivating joy and practicing gratitude. Together, let's live by design, not default. Hi, friends, and welcome to episode 80 of the Live by Design podcast. I am so excited today to share with you a mini motivational meditation based on the work of Lisa Oliveira. I had actually originally planned to drop a mini episode today all about my vision board for 2022, which I am still absolutely going to do, but I was really inspired to record this meditation for you for this episode specifically. I just wanted to record it and get it out into the world and share it with you as quickly as possible because I've been reading Lisa's book. It's called Already Enough, A Path to Self-Acceptance, and I've been so enjoying it. (laughs) I had the privilege of speaking with Lisa on the podcast in our last episode in episode 79 and really got to learn who she is and what is at the heart of everything she does and how she shows up and serves in this world and just loves others so well. Lisa is a therapist and a creative and now an author, and those are the ways in which she serves the world. And she helps all of us understand that we truly are already enough. And I've been reading her book in the morning. So typically what happens in the morning is we wake up, my husband and I each have our own time for our morning routines. And when he's doing his morning routine, I'm hanging out with our boys and it's usually around 6, 6.30 in the morning. And so we let them just start the day with some TV time. And during that time, I do my chiropractic exercises for my neck and for my back. And then I heat my back and my neck for about 30 minutes. And during that time, the boys pile on my lap and we cuddle. And, you know, I love Disney Plus as much as the next parent, but I don't want to start every single day watching it. And so while they watch their shows, I will read. And it's just a really gentle way to start the day. And at the time of this recording, I've been reading Lisa's work and it's just phenomenal. And there is one passage in particular about gratitude that I really wanted to share with you. And so that's why I'm dropping this episode a week earlier than I had planned because I think Lisa's work is really powerful and her book drops on January 25th. So I thought it would be really timely as well. So if you listen to this meditation and you really connect with Lisa and all the goodness that she's sharing through this book, then go ahead and scroll down in your listening app now. And I have an Amazon affiliate link there if you want to pick up a copy of Lisa's book already enough. But enough about me, enough about this incredible book. I just want to dive right into this meditation with you and share all the goodness that are in between these pages. So whether you are new to meditating or you are a seasoned practitioner, I invite you to get comfortable in whatever way speaks to you as we start our time together today. And for some of you, that might look like a moving meditation. Maybe sitting still for 10 or 15 minutes really doesn't work for you personally, and that's totally fine. You might just put in your earbuds and go for a walk somewhere. I invite you to take in this meditation in whatever way works best for you. When I meditate, I like to sit and that just works well for my body. So I sit crisscross applesauce with a nice tall spine. If you want to sit in a chair with your feet firmly planted on the ground, you could do that as well. Or if you just want to relax, go ahead and press play and then lay down on your bed. So whether you're walking or you're seated or you're lying down, I want you to start to just get comfortable. And if you're choosing stillness during this time, you might even decide to float your eyes softly closed. 
If closing your eyes feels a little uncomfortable or unnerving, that's totally fine. Just pick a point in the distance to send your gaze, to send your focus and your awareness. Let your eyes get soft and just continue to gaze at that unmoving point in the distance. And in your own time, part your lips and take a big, long breath in. And sigh it out. We'll do that two more times. Big breath in. And let it go. Last one, biggest breath of the day. Fill up your chest, fill up your stomach. Loudest sigh yet. When you're ready, seal your lips and start to breathe in and out through your nose. Perhaps making your breath a little bit longer or a little bit more purposeful. Inhaling for a count of three or maybe four. Pausing at the top of your breath for just a beat and then exhaling for that same amount of time. And know that as you meditate, whether you do it in stillness or in movement, it is totally normal for your mind to wander. And if or when that happens, I invite you to use that as an opportunity to show yourself grace and kindness. So instead of immediately judging yourself for being a harsh inner critic and scolding yourself for your mind wandering, use it as a chance to just say, oh, that's interesting, that happened. And then gently just pull your awareness back to your breathing, back to this time you set aside for yourself. Pull your awareness back to your breath and the sound of my voice and just come right back to this moment. Showing yourself kindness, showing yourself grace. Breathing in. And breathing out. So there are a few passages from Lisa's book that I'd like to share with you today. And one section of the book in particular really resonated with me and it'll be of no surprise to you, but it's a whole section on mindfulness, on slowing down and connecting with yourself, connecting with nature and finding ways to just be present, to be right here and right now. I really appreciate the way Lisa describes mindfulness. She says, the truth is that mindfulness is as simple and complicated as being present in the moment without judgment. We can all practice it. Breathing in and breathing out. Lisa goes on to say that While mindfulness can be practiced in so many ways, its results are similar. It offers us a chance to pause before we react, to slow down before we jump to conclusions, to make space to notice what arises within us, and to have more say in the way we approach ourselves and those around us. And as we practice more and more, it becomes a way of moving through the world. When you've been moving through life for years without paying attention, mindfulness can feel challenging. It's important to normalize this 
to know it's okay for mindfulness to be hard sometimes. I often think of things being hard as signs we're doing important work, signs that we're embracing new patterns, new ways of thinking, and new ways of being. Breathing in. And breathing out. Breathing in. And breathing out. Breathing in. And breathing out. I so appreciate this approach or this way of considering mindfulness. I suppose there is this thought that we think meditating or any mindfulness practice should be easy because it's calming and it brings you into the present moment, but oftentimes it does feel challenging and that's why I always invite you during these mini meditations to give yourself grace and show yourself kindness when your mind wanders. It's a way that we can practice doing so in such a simple, safe way during a meditation practice. And then it allows us the opportunity to do so when we're out living our life as well, when bigger moments come up, when we might be tempted to be unkind to ourselves. And we can think back to a meditation practice when we showed ourselves kindness, and then we can start to do so in other areas in our life and throughout our day as well. There's this one line that Lisa shares that I really love about being present. She says, it is in the present that everything happens. It is in the present that we have room to decide how we want to respond next. The present holds power. And as you sit here or you lay here or you walk here, I would invite you to think about what kind of power the present holds for you. When I teach a yoga class, I always invite my students to set an intention for our time together. And sometimes I'll offer a suggestion based on whatever the theme is for the class, whatever the lesson is, whatever I'm speaking to from my heart. But more often than not, the intention arises from within you. So as you listen to this meditation and you get still and you focus on your breath and you really start to tap into the present and the power that it holds. I invite you to take a few rounds of breath here and think about what it is you want this present moment to hold for you. What power are you harnessing here? What are you cultivating inside of you? What is your intention for your practice today? Start to bring awareness to that intention. Take a few rounds of really purposeful, soulful breath here. And with every round of breath, feel that intention start to warm inside of you. Feel it start to grow. Feel it as it starts to unfold and starts to share itself with you. What is this intention? Oftentimes it just, it's already there in your mind or in your heart. And just by pausing, it'll start to arise. It'll share itself with you. 
What power of the present are you harnessing here? Breathing in and breathing out. Breathing in and breathing out. One more time, breathing in and breathing out. One of the sections in the mindfulness part of this book that I especially loved, which is going to be no surprise to you, is a section on encouraging gratitude. Lisa says, when we are present, we're more able to see clearly. We can find the sparks of joy, the moments of goodness, and the evidence that we are more than our hard stories. Cultivating gratitude helps us see these things even more readily. Breathing in and breathing out. Throughout the book, Lisa shares her experience of being adopted and how this sense of forced gratitude was placed on her by others to just be grateful, to not mourn the loss of her biological family and to just quote, be grateful for her adopted family. She shares that this kind of gratitude as forced gratitude is neither real nor sustainable. In fact, forcing gratitude can disconnect us from our truth even more, further enhancing the stories we're trying to release. She goes on to share how her experience with gratitude changed over time. She says, Slowly, I realized that gratitude isn't about being grateful for everything as much as it's about being grateful for something. As you breathe here, let those words really sink in. I realized that gratitude isn't about being grateful for everything as much as it's about being grateful for something. She goes on to share that The powerful thing about authentic gratitude is it isn't meant to cover up what's hard. It's meant to remind us of what is there besides what's hard. That's the something. It's meant to allow us to see what else is happening, what else is possible, and what else is true. It is mindfulness in action. Breathing in. Breathing out. And I just love this idea that gratitude is mindfulness in action. And this encouragement to think of gratitude not as feeling grateful for everything. Certainly there are things in our lives and our days that we aren't grateful for. But being grateful for something. As you continue to be here in this space that you created for yourself, being so powerfully present by tethering yourself to your breath, 
to your heart, to this meditation that we're sharing together, I invite you to practice gratitude, to practice mindfulness and action. I invite you to think of one very specific moment that you're grateful for from the not too distant past. This might be a person who has encouraged you, who's filled you with joy, who's done something kind for you. This might be an experience that when it was done or even while you were in it, you thought, wow, this is really special. I want to remember this. Maybe your gratitude is for something physical, an object or material item that has made your life more joyful. Could be a special mug that your kids made for you or a blanket that a grandparent made for you. It could be something that when you use it, makes your heart warm. So call to mind this very specific person or event or thing. Just mentally place it at your heart center. Feel it warm inside your chest. And allow that glow to be carried with you today so that when things get challenging, when things get hard, can you practice mindfulness in action? Can you come back to that feeling of gratitude? Knowing that it doesn't erase the hard, doesn't make it go away, but knowing that you can choose this practice of gratitude, you can choose this mindfulness. I'll end our meditation today with one last excerpt from Already Enough because I think it really brings home what we've been speaking to today. Lisa says that our brains are wired to see the negative. It helps us assess danger and survive. But life gets challenging when we're constantly noticing the negative. The practice of gratitude allows us to train our brain to move out of that bias and into noticing the good too. This doesn't mean we have to force gratitude when it doesn't feel natural. What it does mean is that we have access to gratitude when we want or need it. And it is a resource and practice that can benefit our healing. She shares that her relationship with gratitude has changed the way I approach myself and the world. It allows me to access awe and wonder, both of which are so important to me. And this is the part that I love the most. Lisa shares, it allows me to not get sucked into the narrative that everything is terrible when life feels hard. It allows me to remember the goodness that exists right alongside the pain. It keeps me grounded without denying the harder parts of being human. Breathing in. And breathing out. Friend, as we start to wind down our time together today, I invite you to let that warmth of gratitude, 
to let the power of presence and to let mindfulness and action just fill your heart. You loved on yourself so well in sitting or laying down or walking through this meditation and carving out time for yourself to be with yourself, to breathe, and to just be right here, right now. That can be so challenging to do, but truly allows you to tap into the power of the present. And today we did that through the practice of gratitude. So allow that warmth that you placed at your heart center to just radiate through you throughout the rest of your day. And maybe you even choose to share that warmth with others by passing it along, by doing something kind, by making somebody smile. It doesn't have to be something big. It could be something super small, but just sharing that joy that you're cultivating right here and now. Let's take three big rounds of breath to end this time together. When you're ready, part your lips. Take a big, long breath in. And let it go. Two more just like that. Big breath in. And release. Last one, biggest inhale. When you get to the top of your breath, can you take in one more sip of air? And sigh it out. Friend, if you want to stay in this space of quiet and stillness, of meditation and gratitude a little bit longer, just press pause on your podcast right now and stay here with yourself. But if you're ready to go about the rest of your day, you might start to find some movement in your fingers and your toes. Roll out your wrists and ankles. You might roll your head side to side and find a big morning stretch by sending your arms up overhead. And if you chose to close your eyes, you can slowly start to float them back open. Friend, I just love these meditations together. I love sharing just the process of slowing down and being present, and it's a gift to me to get to record these for you. Truly, I I finish recording these, and I just feel so centered and grounded and connected, and it's my hope that you feel that way after you listen as well. If you listen to today's episode and Lisa's words really spoke to you as much as they did to me, then I know you're going to love her book already enough. I know I've talked about it a bunch on the podcast, but I love to share people and messages that resonate with me, people who I feel are making the world a really beautiful place and serving others with just a heart of love and of wanting to help them. And I truly see that in Lisa from the time we spent together speaking, from the emails we've shared, and now in reading her book. So again, I'll link to already enough below in the show notes if you want to give it a read or you can give it a listen. Lisa actually recorded the audiobook for already enough as well, which you know is like one of my very favorite things when authors do that. So you can give that a listen. And if you purchase the book through my Amazon affiliate link, I just get a small kickback that comes right back to the podcast and I reinvest it right back into growing our show. So if you do purchase through the link, I thank you for that as well, friends.
If you haven't yet joined my little love letter, I send out emails every week to accompany each and every episode of the podcast. So you can join that below by scrolling down in your show notes or going over to my website at misskatehouse.com slash newsletter. That's M-S-K-A-T-E-H-O-U-S-E dot com slash newsletter. And that way you'll be the first to know when each and every new episode of the podcast drops. And if we haven't connected yet on Instagram, that is truly where we get to continue the conversation from the podcast. And it's a place where we can open up two-way conversation, where I can share a little bit more about my life. I share about my family more over on Instagram, and it just gives us a chance to connect, whether it's in the comments or in DMs, or a chance for me to see what you're up to on your page and get to comment on your stories and truly connect and start to form real friendships. So again, you can find me on Instagram at Miss Kate House. M-S-K-A-T-E-H-O-U-S-E. And I'll link to that below in the show notes as well. I will be back in your earbuds soon, friends, for a mini teaching episode. And I'm truly going to try to make this one a mini episode. I'm not great at keeping these episodes short because there's so much I want to share with you. But I have this mini episode planned for you guys that is all about keystone habits and what they are, how they work, and how they can truly start to shift how you go about your day. And I'll share with you what a couple of my keystone habits are as well. This episode was planned and recorded by me, Kate House, and it was edited and produced by the incredible Liz Chapman. Liz is my podcast manager. I absolutely would not be able to bring this podcast to your earbuds twice a week, every week, if it weren't for her incredible skills and support. So if you are a podcaster as well, and you're looking for a manager and somebody to make your show sound incredible, you can check out Liz as well below in the show notes. I can't wait to be back in your earbuds with our Keystone Habit mini episode and 